Hello Naked Peeps, and you are listening to another episode of The Naked Nerd. How are you all doing everyone? So, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to my previous episode. Um, I've actually received a couple of messages saying, welcome back. Um, I also got a couple of messages uh, writing to me about uh, my coming out as non-binary. And all of them have been really positive. They do not care what I identify as. They just care that the show keeps going. And I'm actually glad about that. Um, not the sense that... I don't think they meant that. You know, like, I don't care what you identify as. Like, uh, that's your business. I think basically what they were trying to get at was that they support me. Um, and I'm glad for that support because it's that support that keeps the show going. Now, with The Naked Nerd, as I always say, uh, live nude and be yourself, I'm actually going to try and honour that particular phrase, live nude and be yourself. More about the being yourself part. Um, I'm always nude when I get the chance, but being yourself, being true to yourself is what I am about. Uh, Being true. And I'm also going to try and reuse one of my other... Uh, slogans that I've come up with recently as for those who have been listening it's okay for my body to look like this so let's take a moment uh, naked peeps and just give yourself a minute maybe get yourself undressed you don't have to and I want you to uh, to close your eyes and I want you to repeat to yourself Five times. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. Now open your eyes. Look at yourself in the mirror. Stare at yourself. Pay attention to every little thing that is yours. Every inch of skin. Every little detail. Whether it is your fingernails. Or a mole. Or the size of your nose. Or the size of your ears. The amount of hair that you have. The amount of hair that you don't have. All that belongs to you. Even your weight, your weight belongs to you. It is not for others to judge whether you need to be fat or thin. Because it is okay for your body to look like this. Now, on with the show. Now, for today's particular episode, I actually want to give a bit of an update on how things have been going with me. So as I was saying in the previous episode, uh, life has slowly uh, returned to normal. Um, I'm working on a regular basis and uh, waiting for my new job to begin, um, which is actually going to be helpful financially um, because during the lockdown, I actually did have to rely on uh, Centrelink funds. So for those of you who don't know what Centrelink is, it's basically uh, 
the Australian welfare system. And it's not something that I like to rely on because, one, there is quite a bit of stigma attached to it. And two, um, this actual welfare system that we have at the moment, it's okay, but it can always, always be a lot better than it currently is. Um, so I'm actually glad to be going back to work and actually feel productive. And I'm also glad to be able to go back to work because one, with my social anxiety, which has been uh, testing over the last couple of weeks, I've been able to at least, uh, get through one day without being totally anxious. But there's been a couple of days where, uh, I've had a full-on day, and with my particular job, there is a lot of loud noise and a lot of, of management I need to do on my end, and sometimes it can be a bit much, and I need to have those days where I need to be able to relax and actually unwind. Um, actually, yesterday, when I got home and after I had my dinner, I undressed myself and relaxed on top of my bed for, it felt like hours, but it, it basically felt like hours, but it was actually minutes, but it actually felt so good just to unwind, just to relax. Um, and I hope that people are able to do that in their own time, whether you are a naturist or not. Um, do you have your own kind of naked routine that you do at home when you get home from work that is do you as soon as you get home do you take all your clothes off and just feel so unburdened when you are in the nude if so let me know but life again is slightly getting back to normal uh we recently just passed the 90 uh percent mark of double vaccinated people in australia um with masks still mandatory in my part of Australia, New South Wales, um, other states are, are uh, slowly uh, clawing into the 80 to 90% mark of their double dose vaccinations. Um, there are still quite uh, a large amount of people who uh, are not vaccinated yet or are still waiting to be vaccinated. Um, so I hope that you are vaccinated, everyone, not as a, as a judgment, but as a precaution, because particularly with COVID, it, it's re been rampant over the last few years, and I don't want people to uh, be, sorry, let me rephrase, I don't want people to be uh, sick, because I've had family who've had COVID, and it's a very real thing, and it's very much something that I don't want people to go through. Um... One of my members of my family, uh, his uh, wife ended up getting COVID because of the work that he does, um, and they ended up transmitting within that small family, and it was very much uh, touch and go for them for those uh, couple of weeks where they experienced the most amount of uh, bodily damage. Um, and I wouldn't wish that upon anyone, not a single soul, because I'm asthmatic and not being able to breathe sometimes is not 
pleasant. So I don't want people to feel like that on a permanent basis. Um, but the other thing I do want to talk about is something that I've only been uh, introduced in the last couple of days. So uh, for those of you who are on the nerdy side of things, uh, I've recently been asked to be part of a Dungeons and Dragons uh, campaign. So for those of you who don't know what that is, or thinking, what on earth is he talking about? Um, so Dungeons and Dragons is a role-playing game uh, where you basically uh, develop a character and uh, go out on certain adventures. Now, this particular role-playing game involves uh, sitting down with a group of people uh, who uh, basically use their characters to come up with a solution to solve a particular problem. Um, now, if that sounds a bit uh, a bit much, uh, or you don't really understand, let me explain it a little bit better. So basically, um, think of it as you're playing a board game, except there is no board per se. And the actual game itself, it's not like an actual video game or anything like that where you uh, see visuals and, uh, and graphics. Uh, this particular game uses a lot of imagination. So in this uh, game where you're using your imagination, you have to develop a character to suit the needs of that particular story. Um, and so you can come up with uh, different characters based on certain uh, classes of, of character. And these classes uh, refer to the type of person that you want to be in terms of do you want to be like a wizard? Do you want to wield a sword? Do you want to perform magic? Uh, do you want to have a certain trait? You also have certain weapons and, and uh, magic spells if you uh, want to perform magic. Uh, and there's quite a, a lot to digest I'm not new exactly to the understanding of what Dungeons and Dragons is. I'm more new to the actual procedure of it. Um, I've had had maybe one or two experiences, but uh, one one of them was not particularly fun because uh, that particular experience was with more experienced people who didn't really take the time to explain how things uh, went, or actually pointed me in, in the direction of where to actually look for information. Um, and it's very important, whenever you try and uh, attend certain activities, or actually uh, decide to be part of a group like that, that you are able to feel at ease. Um, and it's great that you're able to actually do that, um, actually feel that more or less, uh, particularly when it comes to developing a, a new group of friends or uh, basically understand how a particular activity works. Um, so it's actually something that I'm still in development with in terms of my character. Um, so my particular character is a paladin, which is just a fancy semantic uh, way of saying that he, and my character is a he, um, 
a man, uh, is a paladin, and the paladin is basically a cross between uh, a knight and a wizard, in the sense that they are able to perform magic, and they're able to wield a sword and a shield. Now, if that sounds a little bit complicated and a little bit weird, um, let's just say you're not the first people to think that. Um, but when it comes to uh, role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons, um, it is okay to be weird. It is okay. Um, but that being said, I have been uh, basically given the rules on the etiquette on how to behave during the game. So, uh, and this is some things that um, I've actually thought about, like like not uh, performing certain actions uh, just because a certain person does one thing um, out of spite. And uh, I think that kind of makes sense. But anyway, I'll keep you updated on how that goes because I start my particular entrance into the campaign... Uh, this Sunday, so I'll I'll give you a definite uh, update on that and some feedback on how that's going. Uh, the other thing I actually wanted to update people on is my fascination of Pokemon. So for those of you who don't know and don't really follow uh, the gaming scene, uh, Nintendo have uh, released or about to release uh, their new uh, remakes or or rather reboots or remakes uh, of the uh, Sinnoh, uh, region of the Pokemon games, that is, Diamond and Pearl, um, and I am going to be playing that, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, and it's something that I'm really excited about, um, the other thing, uh, about these particular games is that the last time I played the original version of these games, I was 21, and, um, I'd like to see how they've updated the actual gameplay. I've seen trailers of it, and I'm really excited about it, and I'm hoping to actually play it when it comes out. Um, but yes, that's a gaming update, and nerdy update in general. For my naturist topic, or nudist topic, I would like to talk about the hygiene and taboos of being a nudist. Now... With regards to hygiene, I want to particularly focus on the need for a towel. Now, I've had a lot of uh, non-naturist friends ask, so why exactly do you need to wear a towel or need to have a towel? Um, and this is something that still fascinates them because uh, they think that just because you're naturist, it means that you don't need to have any sort of uh, of protection in terms of any sort of garment. Now, I like to think of it in this particular manner. Um, when you go to the beach, you wear a towel to dry yourself off. So, uh, particularly when you're naked, you need to have a towel to uh, protect yourself or rather to cover yourself when necessary. Um, the towel itself is absolutely necessary, particularly if you are going to a nudist venue and where there is furniture involved. 
Um, news households have uh, actually endorsed the need of a towel because, one, it's a protection uh, between you and the uh, furniture being used, whether it be a couch or a stool. But also, things happen. Things happen with the body. So, for example, uh, and this is something that has happened to a lot of people, where they uh, accidentally try to let out a fart, but it's not necessarily all gas. And this is something that, uh, it happens to uh, nudists and non-nudists, but the towel in itself, if that was to happen, does offer that protection. Now, the other thing about uh, towels is that they also help to conceal, which brings me to my next aspect, which is a taboo in the nudist slash naturist community. Um, not because um, it's n- not natural, but because of the way that certain uh, people uh, address it. And that, my friends, uh, is the aspect of having an erection. Now, believe it or not, having an erection is very much a natural thing. Um, it happens for men and those who uh, have uh, the male genitalia. It happens because of the amount of uh, blood flow that can occur. And this can happen from both a sexual and non-sexual experience. Um, but the way that uh, that needs to be dealt with, it needs to be dealt with very much in a very respectful manner. Because A, being a nudist is not necessarily a sexual experience. It is more about a personal understanding and uh, comfortability Comfortability, yes, comfortability of being naked. Now, that being said, as I said before, uh, erections do happen for both sexual and non-sexual reasons. And it's because of this that it needs to be done in a respectful, sorry, the uh, dealing of erections needs to be done in a respectful manner, which is why we have a towel. So, for men... And for those who have male genitalia, um, it is used to basically, sorry, the, the towel, I might add. The towel is used to cover up uh, when uh, possible, which helps to provide some distance between uh, yourself and other people in that regard. Now, I was watching... And an Australian show called uh, You Can't Ask That, um, which featured a number of different uh, nudists from uh, around Australia. Uh, one of the people that actually was on that show uh, said something in the lines of, uh, sometimes you just have to wank it off. And particularly in a naturist community, uh, that's not necessarily correct. And it's actually frowned upon. Um, public displays of 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 sex in uh, in normal society is frowned upon because it is a very private thing. Uh, masturbation that is included in that. Now, in a nature's community, whether it be clubs or 
or uh, nude beaches or resorts. Uh, public masturbation or any displays of sexual gratification is absolutely not allowed. Um, so, if you do have an erection, uh, just wait for it to go down. Simple as that. Um, now, you're probably wondering, why am I talking about erections? Because, one, it's something that a lot of people still uh, talk about, or rather, it's something that a lot of people tend to focus on when uh, talking about the nature's experience, because... I must say, I've had that asked by my non-nature's friends quite a bit. Quite a bit. And it usually goes down like like this. Like, hey, um, hey, I'm a naturist. And then they say, oh, so does that mean uh, you get erections every time you see someone naked? The answer is no. Um, but there's still that kind of mentality that uh, can't separate the idea of being naked from uh, from being a sexual experience. Um, now, erections aside, uh, naturism is not necessarily a sexual experience. It's more about being able to be comfortable in your own skin. But, unfortunately, the stigma behind being naked, uh, being a sexual experience, is something that is going to live with us unless we change it. So how do we do that? Uh, one, through podcasts like these, but also by making sure that our community doesn't have that stigma attached to it, by informing people every day, or, or not if not every day, every other day, about how we live our lives. Um, and it's something that I really want to advocate for because it is something that I want to be part of for the rest of my life. And it's something that I wish people would get right. Um, it's something that I want people to experience, uh, once in their lives. And not just the fact, uh, that you are naked, but being able to celebrate the different bodies that are naked. Um, and it's something that I really want to advocate for. Recently, I was trying to do some research on, uh, nudist resorts in Europe. And, um, I tried to look for family-friendly places as well. Um, but if you type in, uh, certain phrases like a nudist family resort, unfortunately, you... And this is something that I've personally have experienced over the last couple of weeks. I have seen uh, no less than half a dozen websites that promote nudism or naturism in a very negative way. Uh, specifically in a, in a sexualized way that it doesn't represent the whole nature's community. And it's very disturbing. Unless you know the actual resort uh, itself, or know of this specific club, uh, the generalised uh, statement of uh, nudist or naturist uh, tends to be associated with porn. And I still don't understand why that is. Um, but again, this comes back to 
having to change that stigma. We need to change that stigma because, one, it's something that uh, is affecting how people perceive the news community. And two, uh, we need our news community to grow. So I urge everyone to try and educate others as much as, as they can. Um, but on a, uh, uh, on a final point about erections. Now, it is going to happen. Erections are going to happen. Accidents are going to happen. Um, and it's something we just need to acknowledge. But we need to do so in a respectful manner. Now, do you agree, Naked Peeps? If if you have an opinion or you have a comment to make, please send me a tweet, send me a message on Twitter, send me an email. All my uh, social details will be available on on the description. Now, I'll leave it at that, Naked Peeps, because I do have to go and live my life. Um, but I hope that everyone is doing really well. I hope to visit a couple of, of clubs in, in the summer ahead of me. Um, but I hope that everyone is doing well. Please take care. And hopefully you get to listen to this episode very soon. Until then, this has been The Naked Nerd. And remember, it is okay for my body to look like this. And live nude and be yourself.